This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Theatre lover Helen Heldenuth was a remarkable woman. She touched so many lives and has had such a lasting influence on thousands of children whom she taught at various schools. She had a particularly special relationship with the Yeshiva College family, and three years after her passing, the Yeshiva Girls High School are putting on a performance to honor her memory. To tell me about the show, I'm delighted to have one of the co-directors, producers, and writers, Shana Krauss, join me now to tell me more. Shana, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. Tell me about the show that you're putting on. So our show is called Cirque du Soul because it has a tremendous amount of soul. Um, it's an adaptation of The Greatest Showman. And we, we created the script to really bring the girls' talents to life. You know, post-COVID, when we did auditions, our girls were really in a space where they didn't feel safe and um, they, they felt very fearful. And we wanted to give them an opportunity to discover the joy that I think all of us have missed out on for a very long time, and to find their voices. And so the, the show has been very organic. And as we created the script, we saw the girls' talents and we added in parts and roles so that each one of them could shine. And it's so fitting that this is a tribute to Helen because that's exactly what she did. Um, it was her life's passion to be in the theatre for this exact reason, because that is what theatre allows us to do. It allows us to find spaces that we didn't possibly imagine could exist and to realise them. And that's what our girls have done through this production. We're going to talk a little bit more about the production, but before we get into that, Shana, did you know Helen? Yes, I did. Um, I had a great privilege of working with her just before she passed away. And that was very life-changing for me. Um, she was a most exceptional woman. And being in a space with her meant that you saw a whole different aspect of reality. Uh, really, her life was a stage. And one where there was no duality, the Helen that you saw in public, always beautifully made up, always with a smile on her face, no matter what was happening, because at that time she was actually very ill, um, but no one would have ever known because she always just exuded this positivity and zest for life. And she made people feel very good in her space always. And she did that whether she was out in the world and when she was at home in her own space. And I think that's an incredible thing. There was no duality. What you saw was what you got. That was, that was Helen. And a larger-than-life character, um, warm. I, I, you know, as you say, she made everybody feel good about themselves, sometimes even through just one comment, you know, just you've got a beautiful voice or whatever it is. She, she really, really touched people. So it's three years since her passing. We're out of COVID. What, how did this production come about from that? Was it a spontaneous let's honour her or how did it come about? So Rebecca and Natalie um, is the principal of the girls' high school. I was so privileged to work with the most unbelievable team of women on this show. Yael Benjamin is our musical director, and she taught all of the girls that we all have a voice. Um, we have some magnificent singers in the cast who she just filled with so much confidence. 
but she also filled everybody else with confidence who didn't know that they could sing and all of the girls in the show sing and it's beautiful. Yali Friedman is our choreographer and again all of the people that said that they didn't know how to dance, Yali got everybody's feet moving and grooving and there's tremendous energy and vibe in the space. And Rachel Folkson is a most talented director. It has been a great privilege working together with her to realize this production. And every single girl on that stage is filled with confidence and a sense of being brave and standing up in front of people and saying, this is me. And she helped to make that a reality. So I'm very, very blessed to have been a part of that team. And she is really, really wonderful. And she works very hard to find a space where the girls can be themselves and learn and grow. And so she uh, was the catalyst for this whole process. And she put the team together. And we sat for a very long time in her office trying to decide what was the right way to, to bring this project to life. And the inspiration of The Greatest Showman, I mean, it's such a, a familiar show to everybody. The songs are so beloved. And, and the story is one that we found actually very exciting to adapt. And it has been very successful in the sense that it opens up so many possibilities for there to be um, expression. And so it, it was the most appropriate and I think also for the audience enjoyable way for us to, to give the girls this platform. Um, I think also just the whole experience, you know, we're doing the show at Theatre on the Square. I have to say Daphne Kuhn is the most unbelievable woman. Um, the space that she has made in that theatre fits our production to a T. Uh, it's a very warm space. It's a very beautiful space. And the girls have been able to experience a real theatre. Um, we have incredible sound and, and lighting crew. Um, the theatre's lighting crew are so experienced. They've made the girls look fantastic. Um, our sound, that's a Purple Carriage Productions, have been so patient in teaching the girls how to navigate the space. This is the first time they are singing live in a show. Um, and they've had opportunities in Jonathan Byrne's recording studio so on so many levels, uh, the school has just opened up tremendous opportunities um, that I think these girls will remember for the rest of their lives. And um, it's been very exciting for them. And Shannon, the one thing I have also noticed about school plays uh, is that they're not what we, well, certainly I remember putting on when I was at school, which were a lot of fun, but really not professional at all. School plays actually are so remarkably good and can compete almost with professional theatre at some level. So it's not unsurprising that it should be performed at a proper theatre like the Theatre at the Square. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that progression of school theatre? So I think it's very exciting and especially post-COVID because I think that, you know, for so long, these children were at home in front of computer screens. They, in general, even before COVID, are are very stuck in technology and their cell phones. And um, theatre is offering them the opportunity to extend themselves out of that space and find human connections again. Um, what has been, I think, the, the most commented on by the girls 
is how they have made friends with girls that they never imagined they'd be friends with in different grades. I think that they've all held each other and supported each other through this um, whole process because they've had to. This was very scary for all of them. And we put them completely out of their comfort zone. We've girls, got girls who have never danced before dancing. We've got girls who have never sung before singing. Um, and, and even the girls who are not in the production on the stage have been challenged. Um, we have a strike team of girls who have had to market the show and um, paint shoes and, you know, do, do lots of, of other sides and aspects that bring a show to life. We couldn't do it without them. Um, that have also been pushed into two different spaces. And I think that's so beautiful is finding those human connections and interacting with an audience and engaging and seeing that energy that we put out live from ourselves to other people is so much more impactful than anything we get when we are sitting in front of a screen. And so for that reason, I feel this is life-changing um, for these girls. And um, I think just that sense of camaraderie and, you know, uh, belonging to something and being a part of something so much bigger than yourself, that's very beautiful as well. And I think that that is what theatre does. And especially in school, you know, when you are, you are discovering who you are and finding out who you're becoming and what you're capable of, that is going to offer tremendous, tremendous opportunity. Shana, there are still two shows that um, people can go to, and that's on the 10th and the 11th. Who's your market audience? Obviously, our family of our cast, who I think we're very excited to see the show. Um, but we have extended beyond that. You know, um, there's very little out there in South Africa, I think, for, for um, women to be able to, to go out and have a beautiful evening and do something meaningful. So I think it's offered an opportunity to our whole community um, to be able to enjoy a beautiful evening out um, under, you know, the lights and to, to, to be able to have somewhere to go. It's, it's really something that we, we, we challenged with in this country. So I think it's definitely been, you know, a community experience. Um, and I think that it's beautiful for people to see what's possible. So it's on Saturday night and again on Sunday. Do you want to give some of the details for that, Shana? Well, on Saturday night, we have a very special show. This is our, our legacy VIP performance where we will be honouring Helen. And, um, you know, one of the most, most beautiful things about this project that we've done for Helen is the incredible response we've had from people who have engaged with us. The, there is a, a sense of gratitude when we approach people to share stories and tributes um, Mark Samovitz, who she worked with for many, many years, building Shubi to show me. And I, I think, you know, that I still use it in my play school every single year when I'm teaching Pesach. Um, it's so beloved and so well-known. And many of the girls in our cast were actually, you know, members in the show. So very meaningful for us. So he has composed a very beautiful song for Helen. And Brian Schimmel, who's just the most unbelievable musical director, um, has done the arrangements. And we have some very beautiful singers who will be performing the song that evening. Um, it's Brandy Klawowski and Gina Schmuckler, Laurie Strauss, Ilani Shapiro, Yael Benjamin. And um, I think it's going to be magnificent. We've also put together a tribute book, which we will be giving every member of the audience 
for that evening and a few other surprises, which I'm not giving away because we really do want it to be very special. Um, but I think that to have the opportunity to honor such an incredible woman who touched so many lives is something that cannot be measured. So I'm very much looking forward to that. <laughs> I, I, can, I can feel her presence. I can feel her presence throughout th this conversation. And I'm sure in that play, I'm sure she, she's, um, her presence is very much felt by you as well. If, yes, anybody, if anybody would like to get tickets or attend the performance Saturday night or Sunday, what should they do? So um, our bookings are done through Quicket. There's a booking link. Um, we actually have a, quite a lot of posters up um, all over with the link actually on it. Um, but uh, if anybody needs to to have that information, um, they can contact the school and it will be given uh, with the greatest of pleasure. And there are very few tickets left, unfortunately. So I, I, I can't promise that people will have the tickets, but you can definitely try and hope for the best. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining me. That was Shana Kraus, who is one of the co-director, producer and writer of the show, Cirque du Sol, S-O-U-L, which is still on at the Theatre on the Square in memory of Helen Helden. <laughs>